the city of Bloomington gave notice last week that it would evict the encampment of unhoused people at Seminary Park on January 11th. January 11th is today, and a number of civil society groups, nonprofits, politicians, and prominent community members signed on to an open letter which urges Bloomington Mayor John Hamilton to call off the city's planned eviction. One of the signatories of that letter is Matt Flaherty. He's an at-large representative of the Bloomington City Council and joins us now on WFHB Local News to talk about the issue and his decision to sign on to the open letter. Councilmember Flaherty, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, and thanks for uh, discussing these important issues in our community. What's your understanding of the mayor's plans in regards to clearing tents at the encampment, and why did you decide to sign on to this open letter? Uh, Sure. You know, first, I'd like to say I know Mayor Hamilton and his team are working hard and doing what they think is best. Um, And I appreciate that regarding the proposed January 11th actions, they have provided notice and uh, I think some greater property protection provisions than the previous um, eviction of Seminary Park in early December. Uh, But that said, as a matter of public health policy, I just strongly disagree with their proposed course of action and uh, agree with uh, the sentiments that Beacon Inc. and many other community members, including uh, those signed on to a change.org petition regarding the same subject. I agree with the sentiments shared by those community individuals and and the arguments they've shared, and I'm sure we can get into those a bit. Um, So that's why I decided to elevate their work and sign on to that letter. You mentioned Beacon Inc. Beacon Inc. is a community organization dedicated to solutions for people in poverty. And that organization authored the letter. They recently counted almost 40 individuals who the organization says are sleeping in the seminary park encampment. The organization notes that area homeless shelters in the letter that they wrote are at or are near capacity. What should Bloomington do right now to address the urgent issue of homelessness at seminary park and in Bloomington in general? Well, I think you highlighted some important facts there, uh, that we have a what's sometimes called a street homeless population or people literally experiencing homelessness um, and not in shelter at all. Uh, that is really unprecedented uh, for this time of year for us, um, including some other areas. There may be as many as 60 or more people uh, currently sleeping outside in Bloomington. We know that we do not have enough shelter beds for them. Uh, which is why I think it's really important not to evict anyone from a park or surrounding area at this time. Uh, As we saw in early December, uh, when that happened, even though there was ostensibly shelter space available, uh, many individuals did not feel safe or comfortable going to shelter. And as such, most of them dispersed into the community where service providers and advocates and, and helpers like the Bloomington Homeless Coalition did not know how to find them. And I think that increases the danger and, and um, undermines the safety of some of our most vulnerable community members. Uh, so I think most immediately we need an, a, you know, an extended moratorium on the proposed eviction, uh, at least through the end of the COVID-19 emergency, as well as more support for those um, in the Seminary Park area, in particular through the provision of bathrooms and hygiene stations and you know, frequent trash service. Um, I realize, of course, that it's not ideal for anyone to be sleeping outside. This is about um, reducing harm in the immediate term uh, from what is proposed. But I think much better would be to have individual housing options um, for those 
who are currently unsheltered and sleeping outside. That's what the CDC recommends, and that's what we don't have. That's perhaps a big lift. Um, the CDC recommends uh, hotels and motels for that, for people who are at high risk of, of COVID-19 and currently unsheltered. Um, and, but we really need, you know, to bring the trustees and the county government and all community advocates uh, on board to, to develop solutions to this problem. And that, again, is what the Beacon Inc. letter has called for. That's what I've called for and some of my colleagues have called for. So we really need to take to heart the idea of a whole community approach to solutions here and start working more collaboratively. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention gave guidance early on in the pandemic that discouraged uh, officials from evicting homeless or removing people from homeless encampments, uh, citing the fact that it could increase spread of COVID-19. Mayor Hamilton's approach to responding to the needs of the unhoused community in Bloomington has at times seemed at odds with the approach that you're advocating for. It's been almost a year um, Mayor Hamilton's, or I should say the city of Bloomington, has not installed toilet facilities, bathroom facilities at the park, for example. What can you do on the city council to implement some of the actions that you're calling for? Good question. Um, I, I agree, again, that, that we aren't doing a good job of following the CDC guidelines, and I, and I and, and colleagues of mine have been advocating for a different approach. These are things that are traditionally in the purview of the executive under the mayor and the folks who report to him, whether it's Bloomington Police Department, um, the Parks um, Department, or the Board of Parks Commissioners, which also oversees some of the rulemaking with regard to parks. That said, uh, we are the legislative and fiscal body of the city, the council is, and there are legislative options here. In particular, um, you know, Indianapolis uh, some years ago passed with pretty overwhelming support from their uh, both, both Republicans and Democrats on their council um, passed some protections for their unhoused population, including, um, you know, notice protection of property uh, if an encampment were to be cleared and a prohibition on, on clearing such an encampment if housing options, transitional housing, permanent housing are not available. Uh, there are other legislative options we can look at. We could, um, you know, require potentially um, certain things that that, that would that would help uh, folks who are living outside, whether it's access to bathrooms. So far, we've mainly been asking for those things because they really are outside the, the council's normal function. But increasingly, um, some of my colleagues and I have been looking at legislative solutions. Uh, and I'll just note that some of those things, of course, do cost money, and I can commit to supporting funding them if those are funding levels that amount to city council approval. Um, just a quick note on that as well. We can't as a council, bring an appropriation ordinance or decide what to fund or what not to fund. Uh, by state statute, we rely on the executive to bring an appropriation ordinance to us that we then have to vote on. So we really do have to um, collaborate and have cooperation from uh, Mayor Hamilton to, to do some of these things. Uh, but, but again, uh, we are looking at legislative tools that we have uh, to if it's the will of the council, a majority of the council members, to take a different approach uh, to some of these challenges in our community. Councilmember Matt Flaherty is a Bloomington City Council at-large representative. Councilmember Flaherty, thank you for speaking with us on WFHB Local News. Thank you for having me.